up, everyone? It is your boy, Roman, your host today for the Act Out podcast. I know it has been a while, but we are back, and we have a special guest today, TikToker and influencer, Julia Garcia. Hey, besties. How's it going? It's going good. How's it going for you? Um, pretty good. I mean, the weather's eh, but it is what it is. Okay. So, guys, I have reached out to Julia to be on our Act Out podcast, and she agreed to do it. Um, I came across Julia on TikTok, and I, after seeing one or two videos, I had to hit the follow. It's just, she's just that funny. Um, Julia, can you tell us a little bit about how and why you started doing TikTok? Um, to be honest, I was just really fucking, wait, can I, I can cuss, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Go oh, um, crazy. Okay. I was just really fucking bored one day and I hadn't uploaded TikToks for like a minute. I just did like stupid stuff with my nephews and I think like one with my husband and I was bored and I had got a new vanity and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to record myself doing makeup and I'm going to voice over it. Um, and then I did a mini vlog where like I did what, I, um, I went shopping and I ate flautas from Taco Cabana and that blew mm-hmm. up. Because a lot of people, I guess, don't have Taco Bell. I didn't fucking know that. I don't, um, we don't have that either. I had no idea. And so I guess um, just Texas things, you know, and a lot of people related to what I was going through throughout my fucking day. And yeah, that, that video blew up. I had no idea. I guess my, vo- my voiceover, apparently. Okay. And what is your TikTok so they can follow you on there? Um, so it is Julia um, with two A's, G1111. Okay, lit. So the video that, you know, what's the video that I showed up on my For You page was the Organic Mexican. So for those who don't know, can you please explain to us what is an Organic Mexican? Yes. Okay. So an Organic Mexican for me is um, a Mexican who right now is in Mexico and like they're from the rancho, you know what I mean? Like they have... um, they're just raised differently. They have different mannerism because I feel like a lot of um, Mexicans, you know, they migrate over here or they come, you know, however they get here. That's not my business. Um, but they they change, you know, they change. And I feel like they get um, Americanized, if you want to say. So they see what the U.S. is about. And I feel like they be acting different. So that, like, that's my husband. He they has been here for like over 20 years. So, you know, apparently, you know, he's been all over the world. I mean, all over the, all over the U.S. So he's been to almost every state. And that changes you, you know, you don't, you get kind of Americanized. So that's why I said I wanted an organic Mexican, because I feel like when you go freshly pick them and you bring them over here, you know, they don't really switch up on you because you meet them when they're still in the rancho, which it can come off bad, but that's how I feel. Uh But okay, just, just for you guys know, uh, don't hit up Julie in her DM because she is married. She don't got a boyfriend. She is a wife. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so how did your husband feel? Because you was talking about how if you were, were, were to redo it, you would get yourself an organic Mexican. How did he feel about that? Um, To be honest, uh, he doesn't even know what I fucking talk to you guys about. Like, he knows I show him some stuff. Um, He doesn't care, though, like, because we talk shit to each other. We be fucking roasting the fuck out of each other. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't care. Um, But I did give him, like, a breakdown of what I said. And he thought it was funny. He was a little offended because he was like, I am romantic. I'm like, no, the fuck you ain't. But that's that's neither here nor there. You know what I mean? Right. Um, But he thinks it's funny. Okay, okay. So uh, speaking of um him not seeing your stuff, so, like, does he, so he knows that, does he know that you have a big following on TikTok? Uh, yes, he does. And how does he feel about it? So 
He doesn't, he, um, he's, he doesn't really understand it. Uh, I don't really don't even fucking understand it, but, um, he just, he goes with what I say. He's like, okay, cool. And like, once he, like right now I'm almost going to be at 50,000 followers. So that to him is like, oh, okay. Now I get, you really are doing something. Well, doing something. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then how does your family, cause I have Mexican parents and they don't understand this whole thing either about social media. How do your family sisters? Cause I know you have two sisters. Nikki and what's your other name? Uh, Nina. Nina. Nikki and Nina and your nephews. How does your family feel about like you doing social media? Um, I don't think my dad knows, to be honest. Right now, the only people who know I want to say are Nikki and Nina. Um, my husband, a couple of like really close friends have seen me and they'll message me like, hey, I saw your video. Um, and then my yeah, my dad hasn't seen it. I think one brother has seen it. That's about it. But I want to tell my dad, I kind of tried to tell him that like his video kind of went a little viral when I put his pictures up, but he doesn't care. He doesn't give a fuck. He was just like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And um, not to spill tea, but it's on TikTok, but um, you said that your parents are divorced, right? Yes. Um, so they have been divorced. How old am I? They've been divorced for about six years. They got mm-hmm. divorced when I was 20. Okay. And they have been um, together uh, ever since um, I was born. So they were together for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Do you still talk to both both parties? Um, so right now I do not speak to my mother just because uh, it's just up, up and down. very toxic. Yes. Yeah. Uh, most of her kids, most of my siblings don't speak to her. So, you know, that's a red flag in older women. I'm just putting it out there. If their kids don't speak to them, they're the problem. Um, and my, she's remarried and my dad, I do, um, our relationship was strained, but we are working on it. So we are, we've gotten closer over the years. Yeah. Cause if y'all don't know, but Julia's dad is a G bro. He an OG. <laughs> Cause I, I want you to tell these people, our listeners, how your dad was about to run it down on a whole family. Cause they was trying to come for you in Mexico. Yeah. So, um, so fun fact, me and my dad are both Tauruses. So we're very stubborn and we can be about that life sometimes, right? Like right now he's old, I'm old too. We don't really be doing it like that anymore. Um, but he was very sensitive to me because I'm the youngest girl, like I was his last daughter. Um, and so he always hated people coming for me, being chubby and about my weight and stuff. Um, even when it came to like my uncles on my mom's side, he did not care. He would check anybody. He's like, do not call my baby fat or don't tell her she's chubby. Don't tell her anything. So that day when I was um, crying because my fucking bitch ass cousins have bullied me, you know, he didn't like it. And especially since it was his family and it was just a lot of hypocrisy because, you know, his cousins and his um, girl cousins, they were all fat. So he's like, how are you going to call my daughter fat when your mom's <laughs> fat, bitch? Like, it don't make sense. Right. Um, but yeah, he he ended up checking all my cousins and their parents. And I mean, he'll still do it today, even though, you know, he old and whatnot. He about it. Yeah. And if you want to get the full story in that, that is a four part video on her TikTok. Yes. And she gets uh, it's, into it's it. And it's kind of funny. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, so you said you're a tourist, right? And um, me and Julia had a low key of beef because. <laughs> She went on live the other day and she was asked how her feelings were towards uh, Capricorns. And I just so happened to be a Capricorn. And like, she was going really in on us. She was saying that we're mean. How, you said that we're mean, right? Or what did you, what did you say? Because I, um, I, I went on live and I was telling some family to you about my husband's side. And we were trying to figure out why one of my brother-in-laws, um, so he has mamitis and mamitis is like when you're a mama's boy. 
mm-hmm. and he's just he's a bitch okay and i don't get along with him that much and so we were trying to figure out why he is the way he is and then they started asking well, when's his birthday and then i figured out he's a capricorn i was like well that's how he acts and then i have a nephew um julian who you guys have seen if you see my tiktoks and he's he low-key a bitch too like he's so mean he just be punching walls and like he'll just walk away don't even give you the time of day so that's why like okay capricorns have this little you know they got anger issues out here i don't know if you do though um no i think uh i think our temper is like out there i definitely do think the temper is out there um i think we're very assertive we know what we want and and because we know how what we want we want it done a specific way and when it's not our way that's when the the Capricorn gonna come out. Yeah, I feel. I mean, it's Earth sign, so I feel that you know we have uh, some similarities. But yeah, I had to go in on y'all real quick because I was like, that's already two people. That's already two people yeah. that are Capricorns. But oh, males. Uh, what I can say is that the people who don't know me, when people like, because um, I live in uh, North Portland, so it's a really small neighborhood, and everyone knows each other. But the people who like who don't know me before like they get to know me they do assume that, like, I'm mean and stuck up. I'm just like, I'm really not. Like, if you get to know me and you become my friend, like, you're going to see a different side. Well, that's kind of with everyone. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah. But, like, uh, for me, like, I don't go based off astrology. Because I remember one time on your TikTok, you were like, I don't blame my sign uh, for the way I am. If I want to be rude, yeah. I'm going to be mean because that's just how I want to be today. Yes. Yeah, because I hate it, too. I feel like a lot of people be like, oh it's because i'm a like no 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 it's just like you're just trying to be rude today that's it yeah it it, it definitely is okay okay so you know you um mentioned your nephew and so and i said earlier they have two sisters so, so how is your relationship with your two sisters are they older than you yes they are so nina is the oldest and um between the sisters nikki is the middle and i'm the youngest okay um but we we i mean just like if you have sisters only you know how it is with them one day you're fighting the next you know day you're happy and you know it's just it's iffy sometimes and we have been through a lot of uh real fights not physical but um you know words get told and whatnot right now we're in a really good place but you just never know with sisters because we can be all over the place okay okay so uh we did mention earlier that she is married she got a husband. Um, so tell us a little bit how you met your husband because the story is a little, little kind of funny. Yeah, so basically one day um, I went with my sister and my mom to a flea market here in Austin. Um, if you do live in Austin, you know it's a 290 flea market and it used to be lit back in the day. A lot of men would be out there, you know, trying to holler at women and whatnot. And um, I was a teenager, I'm not gonna lie, okay? I keep it real. I went with a couple of friends of mine and, you know, I was an ugly duckling back then. You know, if I look fucking crusty right now, imagine how the fuck I look back then, right? So fucking um, all my friends got numbers. I didn't get any numbers. They was clowning on me and me and this other girl, like I said, why too, if you have seen the story time, um, Mm -hmm. she was looking hating on me and she was making fun of me and she ended up getting my husband's number um, and he tried to talk to her. She, I guess she kind of chickened out last minute. And how she kept clowning on me, I stole the number from her and I messaged him and then he came to see me and that was that. Okay, so how long have you and your husband been together? So this year um, in September, we are nine years. Wow. Um, what are three, like, three things that you need in a relationship to be successful for that long? 
Um, to be honest, it's, I think it just goes to like what you can handle and what you can't. No relationship is perfect. Um, I think you have to really want to fight for that person and the relationship. Um, and you have to be able to really like put up with a lot of stuff, not as in cheating and stuff like that, but you know, stuff happens the first year that we got married. Like I said, I had to have a surgery. It wasn't a major surgery, but I had surgery. He cut his leg really bad. He couldn't work for a month. And it's just like, you know, stuff that you go through, I guess they're kind of like tests to see if you guys are even going to make it. You know, they say if you make it the first year, then you'll be fine. Um, and communication is key. Right. Okay, that's cool. So I also want to uh, like say thank you. And I appreciate that. Because um, if you go on Julia's TikTok, a lot of things that she talked about in the beginning uh, was that her husband uh, recently got able to get his residency or his or his residency. Uh, yeah, so he's a resident. He got, he got his visa. She, he got his visa and how she really like gave us uh, like a first person look about what the process is. And I feel like a lot of people, especially Hispanics, um, don't see that it's a very scary process. And I know this because my family went through this like five years ago. And so can you talk about a little bit about that? Like how like you were feeling, how he was feeling and how you guys were both feeling about, cause it's a big, it's a big step. Cause like you're going to determine your future. Like they can either say yes to you or they can say no to you. Yes. Um, so we were we were um, informed two weeks before the actual appointment that we had to go out. And at this time, we were low on money, you know, COVID, a lot of people, there wasn't much work for him. Material was taking a long time to come in. He is a roofer and um, he has always been scared of it. I have too, but I guess until they actually give you the appointment, you're not really worried about it because you're like, oh, you know, who knows when the appointment's going to come. Um, it was really bad. Luckily, like I said, my sister really helped us out. Um, uh, friends of my husband helped us out money wise. They loaned us money. Um, but getting there, it's so different because, uh, I'm not trying to hate on Mexico or anything, but Juarez is very different. You know what I mean? Even El Paso, when we were coming through El Paso, um, it was just too much. I had a whole panic attack when we got there because you're just in a new territory. You don't know anybody, everybody, you know, and it, it's really humbling as well because you get there and you see everybody else waiting for their appointment. It's like, we're all in the same spot. Nobody's better than anybody right now. You know, we, we could all be yes or no. Um, but I'm not going to lie. I keep it real. Like I cried and my husband was crying because he was like, okay, either way, if they tell me yes or no, I'm going to see my mom. So that was a plus for him. He was like, I, it doesn't matter what happens. Um, I'm going to be able to see my mom. It had been 20 years since he had seen her. So he was very um, excited about that. Luckily, though, um, not everybody has this, but he had family in Juarez. So that was a really big help for us. They took us out. They fed us really good food, and they were there um, for, like, emotional support. Um, but my biggest advice is to just calm down. You know, calm down. You're going to get through it. And I just – I'm a believer, and everything happens for a reason. And I was like, if they say no, it is what it is. We'll go from there. Um, and that's just, it's just me and my husband. I feel like there's families that actually have children – I don't even know how they get through that because my sister is also in the process. Um, and I don't even know what my brother-in-law's thinking is like his kids, you know, because right. if it if anything were to happen, it was just me. Like, obviously I'm going to come back and we'll just figure it out. But I was like, thank God we don't have kids. Cause I probably would have lost it. Honestly. Do you want kids? Um, we have talked about it before we wanted children. Um, but he just didn't want to be put in a position where like, what if I get deported? I don't want to leave you a single mother, you know? And, um, Mexican men have this thing where like they want to support their kids and their family no matter what so that was a big issue right. for him 
Um, we always said when he got his papers, we would try. But right now, we're old, man. We're old. I have like 80-year-old knees and I freaking deal with like my nephews and I'm just it's like, I don't know. It's, it's We're iffy about it right now. Right. And also, um, something you ta- addressed on your TikTok was that there is a age, an age difference between you and your husband. How yeah. has that played a factor in you guys' relationship? Um, we do get judged a lot. I'm not going to lie. Uh, mm-hmm. When we go places, um, I don't want to, people have told me that my husband doesn't look his age, which he really doesn't. When I met him, I did not expect him to be that old. Um, we, when we met, we really didn't give each other ages. Um, that was very irresponsible on my part. You know what I mean? Um, but when I, when he saw my age, he was very hesitant. He's like, I don't know about this. You know what I mean? Um, but when I learned his age at the time, I was like, I mean, to me, age is just a number, but it has to be consensual. You know what I mean? Cause nowadays you have victims and grooming and, you know, pedophiles and whatnot. That's not my case. Um, but we do get judged a lot, but it's hard because I feel like all of my friends are mostly senoras now because, you know, his friend group is not my friend group. Um, but I rock with whatever. So. Okay. Okay. All right. Since, since you mentioned 80 year old knees, uh, tell us about when your knees were like younger, when you was out in the club. Cause I asked you on live, how was your club days? And you were like, we'll save it for the podcast. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen my story times y'all, but, um, like I said, when I was with my husband, he was trying to play me, y'all. He was trying to be a little hoe out here in the street. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do me. So I would go out a lot. I would go out with my sisters. I would go out with my friends. Um, and this was a time when it was tribal, y'all. Embarrassing. Cringe. You had the botas picudas and whatnot. Um, but every weekend I was out. And, um, you know, my knees, they, they were they were low-key given. That's probably why they don't, they ain't shit now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your parents will let y'all go out, like go part, live it up. Uh, they didn't let me. So my dad would work <laughs> out of town. <laughs> my dad would work out of town, and um, my mom, she just always been like. Wait, I think your audio. We can't hear you. There we go. Okay. I was yeah. like, what? Um, yeah, so she, my mom really didn't care. She was just like, as long as you come back, you know, your dad's here, I'm fine with whatever. So I would go out. Um, but back in the day, there were t- teen clubs. I don't know if that exists nowadays, but back in the day, there was. Um, it was nothing but teenagers. So that's where I usually would go. Okay, okay. And then on your store, on your, I think, TikTok, I was thinking, say, um, that there was this one time where you and your sisters went out, three of you guys went out. And what, can you talk a little bit about that story? So I sneak out, well, I don't sneak out. Um, Nikki offers to take me to an adult club where like, you know, you have actual adults. Um, and here in Austin, it was called uh, Club Carnival. So I was like, I really want to go there. I was like, I want to see, I want to go um, check out men and whatnot. And they were like, yeah, <laughs> you know, we'll take you. Um, so I go without my dad's permission he thought I was at a friend's house for a sleepover and we go to the club I'm having a good time but you know I have a little panic attack because I do have like social anxiety and like I saw everybody I was like you know I'm just gonna go to the restroom and reassess myself or whatnot and I come out of the restroom my sisters are fucking being hoes I'm keeping it real they were out there you know I lost them for a second 
Like, I'm not even lying. Nikki literally kissed like five guys that night. I was like, bitch. Hey, one um, out of two people have herpes. Hey, it was a different time. You know what I mean? <laughs> thank God. Thank God she didn't fucking, you know, get anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't her best night. But I come out of the restroom and I see my uncle uh, on my dad's side. It was my dad's brother. And I'm like, he didn't see me. Like, I see him, but he didn't see me. His back was towards me. So I run out behind the bar. I'm looking for my sisters. But I think, like, when I ran out, he glanced at me. He saw it was me. Uh, He freaking a fucking bitch-ass snitch calls my dad and, like, your daughter's at the club. They really got into an argument because my dad was like, no, the fuck she is. And I know this bitch is down the street at her friend's house. Um, So they got into a whole fight because of me. Uh, my dad didn't believe him, but then I guess he believed it once we weren't answering our phones. Mm. And then my sister, um, Nikki, she's the one who picked me up. So she takes me. I'm in a mini skirt, bitch. Like, I'm in a fucking mini skirt with like some tacones and like a blouse and, you know, very feeling. And my sister didn't let me. I was like, take me to your apartment so I can fucking change. She couldn't. She was like, no, I need to get you the fuck home. I ain't trying to hear it. Loki, she's a fucking hater for that. Um, <laughs> she fucking takes me home. I come, I present myself in this fucking mini skirt and blouse with makeup and my hair did. My dad is fucking livid. Um, and he was waiting for me in a rocking chair in the living room with the belt on his fucking lap. Was the light off? Was the light off or on? Uh, on. The light was on. So he saw. Yeah. And it was, like I said, I laugh at anything. And it was kind of hard because when he got up, because he was ha- like falling asleep waiting for us to get there. He gets up and he falls out of the rocking chair. So I'm like, fuck, don't laugh at him because that's going to make it worse, you know? And Nikki shuts the door and fucking leaves. She didn't even go in. Yeah, she just left you out to die like that. Damn. Yes. She fucking left me there. Um, and I got my ass beat. And then my mom laughed at me. Oh, did she didn't get in trouble for being for helping you out? No, I mean she. The the deal was like you know. If you get caught, that's on you. Yeah, it's all on me. Oh, damn. Yeah, it was. The, and then my dad didn't speak to me for like a week. He was so upset with me. Uh-huh. Are you daddy's girl? Um, I guess kind of and no, because like I said, I am the youngest and I do have daddy issues. It was like, it was give and take, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, okay. Speaking of scary things, um, you have witches in your family, right? Like your tias? Yes. They're like brujas, right? Uh, allegedly. Alleg- allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah. like what 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 can you tell us about that? Um I've I've I talked about it on my live and whatnot. Um basically in my two of my uncles married two sisters um who do that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? I haven't seen them in years. I haven't been back to Guanajuato in so long. Um I don't think they do it anymore. I think maybe because they're older, they they've calmed down from what I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they used to be out there wild and man and just fucking putting spells on a bitch and whatnot and on my like a multiple family members um people don't like to talk about it um I just put my story out there because you know it's been so long and I feel like you know you choose to believe or not I'm a believer because I've witnessed it but you know to each their own mm-hmm. and then I also saw I think on live or TikTok that you haven't been back to Guanajuato no I haven't um I don't have a good relationship with my aunt and she she lives in my grandpa's house and our childhood home that we did have in Guanajuato, my dad sold it. So mm-hmm. I want to have somewhere where I feel comfortable, where I can get a fucking good night's sleep without having to fucking sleep with one eye open, you know? Wait um, until, yeah. So I haven't, um, I haven't been back since. Hopefully I can go one day, but right now it's not looking too good. 
Okay, okay. So have you gone, so tell us a little bit about when you went with your husband to his rancho. Can you hear me? Uh-oh. Hello? Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, tell us a little bit about um, the time that you went to your husband's rancho. How was that? Um, it was amazing. I loved it. Um, I was very skeptical because I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing there. I don't, you know, I mean, I know I need to go meet my suegros at some point, but I really wanted it to be about my husband. Um, but it was about both of us. They were super nice to me. They accepted me. I get along with everybody except for the Capricorn. Um, but yeah, it's, and it's not like that in most cases, because when my sister went, man, she was going through it. So I was really scared about that. Cause she told me her experience with her suegra. And I was like, I'm fucking scared because, right. um, you know, I don't, I only have brother-in-laws, but my brother, only, I mean, my husband only has brothers. So I was like, you know, what if she wants to be all over him? And, you know, I, like, I've only been with my husband, um, for so long, it's been us two. So I was like, I might get jealous, you know, they're going to be all over him and I've only had him to myself, you know, but it wasn't like that. It was very, very nice. Okay. Well, it looks like you was getting the tea out there because I was. tell us about the little thing that happened, some mariachi player or something. What happened? What was going on? So my husband um, got a mariachi for his mom and the man is his, who is his friend, um, he was outside my mother-in-law's house um, and I only, I talked to him for a little bit. He was kind of drunk already and I was just thanking him, you know, for getting us the mariachi and he had a woman with him and a, and a little girl and I was like, oh, that's his family, you know, and I left it at that. I didn't think much of it. And so my sister-in-laws tell me that they want to take me to this restaurant that sells really good liquor and food and they have been telling me about it since the night we got there. So we go a couple of days later and we pass for this woman that is um, one of my sister-in-law's sister-in-law. And so I'm like, okay, cool. And I already had her as a friend on Facebook. We had already been messaging. Um, so we go to the, the freaking restaurant and she's telling me, she's like, I can't wait to get drunk because we do this every week. Every, every Thursday is ladies night here and we get, you know, we get fucked up and I can hang. And I was like, okay. So I'm like low key challenging her. I'm like, come on, let's throw some shots back. Let's do this. Let's do that. And we have about like five shots and then she starts crying and I'm still fine, you know, cause I'm a big girl. I can handle my liquor. And she's like a small, uh, skinny Mexican woman. And she just starts crying. And I start laughing at her because I'm like, you can't hold your liquor, bitch. Like, you're a liar, you know? Like, um, and I didn't read the room at the moment. And then I see my cuñadas, my sister-in-laws, they start crying with her. And I'm like, okay, obviously something's going on. You know, I'm not fucking listening. So I started listening and they start telling me that um, basically the man who got us a mariachi, that was her husband. And I had no freaking idea. And I was like, you know, my bad. And she started telling me about, um, you know, her, her life with him and what he did and how messed up he was and how she beat that bitch's ass and whatnot. Um, and like I said, it was a bonding moment. And I really fuck with the senoras now after that. But I was just telling her, like, man, do you? Because, I they mean, what do you waiting for him. Yeah. Damn, but she was ready. You were like, y'all could have told me. Y'all could have given me a heads up. Yes, I was like, I was mad that they didn't let me know because I met the guy and like, I didn't, I didn't say hi to the woman because, you know, I don't know what happened, but I was like, what if I would have presented myself to this woman thinking, you know, I was like, that's kind of messed up. But my sister-in-law told me that, you know, originally they did want to beat her ass, but how we were there <laughs> and it was a family setting and we were celebrating my husband coming 
back home. Um, she's like, we just didn't want to ruin your night. And I was like, bitch, it ain't a party without a fight. So if y'all would have beat her up, I would have been even, you know, happier. That would have been nice to see. Like, that's a real welcome party. But yeah, that, that's, yeah, that would have been a real welcome party. Yeah. And so that happened. Um, but I mean, like, if I go, because I, I do want to go in December, see si Dios get it. Um, I haven't had, nothing's official yet. But if we were to go, I'm like, bitch, bop, it's on site. Because that's my homegirl now. So if I see that bitch out there, <laughs> she better fucking know. <laughs> I'm dead. So what, uh, before um, we end that story, uh, where what part is your husband from? So he is from um, Veracruz. And it's called, it's a town near um, Costco Matepec, like the city area. Mm. And then you said you really liked it, right? Like, it was like, it looked really green from your videos. It looked really nice. Yes, it's very beautiful because in Guanajuato, no disrespect, but over there, you know, a bitch be eating dirt and shit because you don't really see none of that, you know? Um, and I'm just keeping it real. I, I had never seen Mexico and, you know, it's glory and, and, and everything, everything that it has to give. Um, and it's beautiful. Very beautiful. Okay. So speaking of Mexico... You had a friend out there named Doña Mari. Can you explain your, you and Doña Mari's uh, relationship and friendship? Yes. So Doña Mari, that was my homegirl. I say it was because uh, RIP, y'all. She did have cancer and she, um, yes, she did have cancer and she's gone. She's no longer with us, but man, she was very much a part of my childhood. Um, and Loki, she was with one of my uncles, you know, that's, that's her business. So <laughs> <laughs> you know like we were always there and they always told us to support her store because she was a family friend because there was a, another store a little farther down but we don't do that okay we stay loyal to who the fuck you know we right. know um so I used to go up in her store and I would pay I would pay what it was you know what I mean um uh, she wanted 20 pistols that's what the fuck I was gonna give her um but one day you know I was broke and I was tired of asking my uncles for money so I go in there and I I'm like you know hey you know you're gonna give me something because I don't got no fucking money and she's like bitch I got you and she told me I could get whatever I wanted. And I would always go in there with my cousins, my brothers, um, and I would just grab stuff and fucking dip. Little did I know that she had a fucking list, you know, and she was writing down everything I fucking was getting. Um, and I had no idea that she was telling my uncles to pay her for it. So shout out to my uncles. Uh, they was out here paying my tabs and my snacks and whatnot. Right. Um, and she would sell me a bunch of little fireworks. I burned my fucking eyebrows off with them hoes. Bro, yes, I remember about that. <laughs> how did that happen again tell us that story okay so you know uh they i i was informed that they're called cebollitas they're like a yes, little round, yes yeah, a little round firework and it has a string you light it up well without mm -hmm. lighting but matches with matches yeah yeah and um before like it freaking explodes in your hand you, you throw, throw it. it and so uh me and my aunt my bitch ass aunt we were throwing them back and forth at each other and you know we thought we was out here fucking i don't even know what the fuck we were doing uh we thought we were spies or fucking you know dipping and fucking rolling around and shit um but i guess the freaking spark or whatever it was when it exploded it would pass by our face like that's how close it was and we burned our eyebrows off yeah tell me why i had a bad experience with suaitas too tell me why i burned down a whole carreton yeah, bro, the whole thing was out. Like, fire, like, the whole, like, fire truck had to come. Yeah. That's Chucky. That's uh, some Chucky. <laughs> no, like, you it was... silver teeth? Huh? You have silver teeth? Hell, never. Damn. I don't know. You was giving them vibes. But didn't you have them? I did have silver teeth, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. 
So uh, another thing I wanted to ask you about was this damn laptop that you got very emotional. Yeah. Because hold on, before we get to the laptop, she had this aunt who was hella ungrateful. This is where it come, the laptop comes into play. Because she had this aunt who was like hella ungrateful and like, take it away. Like, let us know about this aunt of yours. So my aunt, um, she is the baby of my of my dad's family, his immediate family. Um, so she's the only daughter. I have nothing but uncles and then this aant. So she was spoiled by all my uncles and she basically got what I didn't get. Um, and I used so to have to- You're in age, right? Yeah, we're the same age. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's always been a little bit of animosity and competition and whatnot between us. Um, and so she got what I didn't. And I had this fucking old ass busted up thick ass computer and I would freaking have to type on there y'all like it was so bad I had to wake up early go to sleep late all this just because this bitch had a laptop and I didn't because Um, the librarian knew you by name the what the librarian knew you by name yeah she already knew like she already knew when I would go in there like low-key sometimes she would give me a freaking breakfast muffin because I would skip breakfast to go up there and do all that um, and I got emotional because I'm like, I really went through something and I was still getting bitched the fuck out by my parents about it, you know? And then I had my quinceanera. That was like a whole nother thing. Which we're uh, still waiting for those pictures on TikTok. Yes, I, I have them here. I, I'm debating. I'm debating y'all because y'all not ready. <laughs> I said I was an ugly duckling. But I'm, I'm hey, when you, hey, when you get the 50,000. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, I have them there. I'm going to, I need to get permission to from, um, my freaking homeboys because I don't know if they want to be out there you know what I mean okay, okay. Um, but yeah so my all my quinceanera my my dad's cousins where there are cousins um they're so nice they're so humble I love them to death um and we're still in communication they bought me my first laptop collectively they all donated money and they got me my first laptop um it was like one of those little mini laptops um oldest fuck, and I still have it to this day because I just cherish it because I was like you know they really helped me out they have no idea how much that meant to me like it was, it was a really, you know, it was really helpful. Yeah, because that was one of the things, one of the first things I joked to, to Julia about was the laptop. Because I was like, oh, like for the podcast, you're gonna need a laptop. Like, do you still have the one from your cousin? Yeah, no. I mean, if it, I think it, it probably would have worked. You wouldn't be able to see me that good. <laughs> it probably would have turned on. It turns on though, right? You said. Yeah, it turns on. Okay, and so we're getting towards the end of the podcast. And um, I just have a few more questions left. Um, so like I asked you earlier on your live was, um, I, what really attracted me to your TikTok was that you're just like a different type of TikToker or someone who uses social media. I think that one thing we talked about is that you keep it very, very real. Like if you see her video, she keeps it all the way real, even just the way she talks and the things she does. So can you explain to us like um, a little bit more about that, about like you doing TikTok, like do you see this being like something in the future or just for right now? Like, can you just like address all of that? So right now I'm just going with the vibes. I would love to keep doing it and hopefully I can. Um, because like I said, right now I live in a crusty ass apartment. I do want a home. I do want land and all that. Um, and hopefully, you know, they can see me grow and and reach my goals and whatnot. And I just want people to feel like if, if you have a similar lifestyle that I have, which is like basically kind of middle class, because I feel like we're fucked the most, you know what I mean? You got the rich, you got the poor, and then the middle, we're the ones always getting fucked. So I feel like if you're like kind of middle class with me and whatnot, and going through the same shit, you know, I just want to see people like me, and I want to relate to them. 
because I see, you know, these freaking rich ass people. And of course I like the video. It's, it's very pleasing to watch. You know what I mean? But it's like, that's not my life. I want to mm. see somebody who does what I do. And I want to see somebody who goes through the same shit that I go through. So hopefully I can keep doing it. Um, I don't know if I'm an influencer or whatever. Um, it's all very new to me, uh, but I'm just going with the flow right now. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> um, you told me that a Kobe will have recognized you out on the streets, right? <laughs> Um, so far it's been like, uh, most of my, uh, coworkers, a couple of family members. And then I had like three people actually like out in the streets, catch me and be like, Hey, you're that girl from TikTok. And I'm like, yeah. And I don't know what to do because I'm just like, you know, I get like all red and I'm like, I don't even know what to say. Right. But one thing she said for certain is that if you see her out in public on these streets, do not call her the Choro girl. Please don't. <laughs> I mean, if you do, it is what it is, y'all. If you're talk about it, Chorro's a fucking real thing. It's easy. It is, especially in Mexico, but we don't yes. want to talk about it. Like, it's it's true. Because um, I go to Mexico every six months. So okay, cool. it's, it's it's hard times. The first three days, don't don't have no plans. Don't go on no dates. Stay near, stay at your, stay at your house. Yeah, stay home. You know, <laughs> no, it's so bad. And like, I want to go in December, but I'm like, can I even take wipes? I need like a whole box of wipes because that toilet paper don't be doing it. It'd be thin as hell. It'd be weak as hell. I can't do it. No, but hold on. The story where uh, they were doing you dirty. They had to like crawl in and open the door for you because they'd be, it'd be fucked up, bro. Like they, oh. they had, because they charge you to go to the restroom in Mexico. Yes. And then like, I am a big girl. Okay. You know, the, the bars, what's it called? The turn thing. <laughs> when we went to La Ciudad de Mexico, I barely fit. Right. But I had, I had to go really bad. And so I just fucking ran up in that bitch. I was like a quarterback, <laughs> bitch. I was pushing that hole. I was like, whatever. I freaking got through, um, and the Russians were disgusting. And then they have this machine where you have to put in the festival and it'll release the toilet paper. And I was there for a minute because I'm like, bitch, I know I need a lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> but when we did go, there was two senoras and they were being cheap as hell. Okay. They didn't want to pay the five pesos each. So they were going in um, after yeah, me. They got stuck. They got fucking stuck like in the turn thing. They couldn't get out. Somebody literally had to go help them. I was like, that's embarrassing as fuck. Oh my god, because you were saying that your husband barely fit in there. Yes, and he's not, I mean, he's not skinny, skinny, he's like an average male size, and he barely fit, and he was like, bitch, I don't know what you're gonna do, and I was like, bitch, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do either. Luckily, that time, I didn't have to shit myself, like, I was, I just had to go pee, so I was like, I can hold it, you know, but fuck that. Man, damn. Well, that's crazy. So, do you have any, like, plans for the future, anything you want to do? I know you said that you want to give do a giveaway, like what? Are, what is the what is in the future for Julia? Um, for so right now, uh, like I said, I'm just vibing. I do want to do giveaways and give back to people who have followed me because I love that type of stuff. Um, I love like reaching out to people. I did get a PO box so I can get letters and drawings yes. and stuff like that. I love interacting with them. Um, right now, just some giveaways. Um, and just showing what I got going on. Hopefully, more cooking videos because I can't cook. Y'all already saw that. People be hyping me up, but I know y'all fake. Like, I don't know how to cook. Don't be doing that. Um, I just show what I, like, what I can. Um, but right now, I'm just, I'm just vibing. I'm going with the flow. Like I said, I really do want to go to Mexico in December, um, you know, because time, you know, we're, we're here one day, and the next we're not. I really don't want to speak too much on that. Um, because I don't like to make plans. I feel like when I make plans, shit doesn't fucking go according right. to plan. 
So right now, I'm just like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, one thing I can tell you is that keep doing what you're doing because you're definitely relatable. I say I related to you and you live all the way in Texas and I live in Oregon. Yeah. Um, keep doing what you're doing. I think that you should have like merch. You should have like, like I don't know, some merch with your iconic lines like chorro or something, you know? Like, you know, you can like, uh, okay, I'm gonna ask for 10%. If you do this, you can be like, I'm the chorro. Cause you know, like I'm the shit, but you can be like, I'm the chorro, you know? Okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I see that, okay. Yeah. Um, and then I just think you should come up with like t-shirts and like because like I feel like your following can only get bigger from here you know um you should definitely try to do like YouTube and like things like that because I really see like I'm telling you you're really relatable like I see potential like you you got this and plus like your following's growing on TikTok yeah I definitely want to try um to do YouTube it's just I do have a a job as well so it's kind of hard to balance things out you know what I mean um but I'm trying, I'm doing my research. I don't even know how to start any of that. I'm just going with the flow. As, as I see it, I pick up on it and I, I'm trying. Yeah. So before you leave, uh, can you please tell us about your uh, Starbucks order? What is your go-to Starbucks order? Okay. So I do get a lot of questions on this. So I get a um, sweet cream cold brew. And then I add two pumps of vanilla, two pumps of caramel, almond milk creamer and then I get salted caramel cold foam on top or the pumpkin cold foam right now for the winter um but that's usually my go-to I don't give a fuck what the weather is I'm gonna get an iced coffee I don't fuck with hot coffee like that only in the rancho but not out here hey and she don't care if she an hour late to work she's still gonna get that coffee yeah, I don't right? give a fuck. it is what it is you're gonna catch me with my coffee in my hand yeah that's it yeah but uh is there anything last things you want to say before we wrap up this uh podcast um just thank you for having me on here i've never done anything like this you're the first person that i've ever done this with so that's very exciting um i just want to say thank you to everybody who watches my videos even if you don't like it or if you you know whatever uh, if you're interacting with me i'm just vibing out here and you know we're here for a good time not a long time and it is what it is yeah so guys make sure to follow julia on tiktok um we'll have her information linked down below also, um, following her on Instagram because she is blocked. The 69 got her um, page shut down on TikTok, so she won't be live until the 29th. Uh, so, but she will be back live on TikTok. So, you guys make sure to listen to the Act, Act Out podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. This is our episode for today. Thank you so much to Julia. We'll see you on the next one. Bye.